are you leaving an opening for someone to be able to respond to this? Like, if it's like, what makes me happy? Like sunshine and travel, like how, how do you expect people to respond? Like me too. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. We're here. Yes, for we are. you. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank you guys for all you've done for us. Um, the response last week to reviews and subscribers was huge. Um, so keep like forced people. Yeah, I did. You so throw out a bunch of numbers. Keep <laughs> letting me shame you into leaving us a rating on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, we just want to keep moving up those charts. It takes one second. Just click the button. It means a lot to us. Um, also, keep putting us in your stories. Tag us, tell your, tell your friends, tell everybody you work with, um, and keep sending us uh, some really funny text messages you guys have. We'll keep putting it in our stories as well. Yes, thank you, Raina, for shaming all of our listeners into writing reviews for us. You are welcome. We have loved reading them. Uh, <laughs> as always, we are coming to you from Mouth Media, powered by Sennheiser. Okay, so you have a story that you have been holding back from me for a month. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> so you guys have already seen the description of this podcast. We have the founder of Hinge in studio today. We are so excited. But we were supposed to do this episode a month ago, so I, the story was perfectly timed. But now it's a little bit old, but I'm still going to tell it because I really got to share it. I'm excited that you held on to it this long, and I'm proud of you. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't so long. I mean, yeah, whatever. It's like a month ago. Okay. So I, Like we don't text 95,000 <laughs> right, yeah, times a day. Um, you knew I went in this date, though. I I love Hinge. It's really the um, only dating app that I'm, that I'm really using now. So I went on – this is only my second Hinge date, though, because I'm still, still a little bit newer to it. So went on this date. You know I was so excited about this guy, and we went on a date. And at this point, I'd only been on one other hinge date, and we talked about this guy as well. Remember, I went out with him. I said he was really into me. My first How can hinge, I forget? My first hinge date ever was uh, with this really good guy. We had, like, a great nine-hour date. Um, had a really good time. And I don't know. that I just I feel bad, but I just wasn't really feeling it, and I never went out with him again. I kind of, I kind of blew him off a little bit, so I felt kind of bad. And so now I'm out on my second hinge date. And was super into this guy. We'd been chatting. We'd been texting. And I met up pretty casually. We met at this really cool dive bar in Williamsburg. Walk in. Immediately attracted to this guy. Like, I was like, this is what it's about. This is hard to find. You know, you walk in. You're like, oh, I'm immediately vibing with this person. We stayed there. We're having some drinks. We're really getting along with each other. I was really feeling it. And then who do I see walk in but first Hinge Date guy? What? <laughs> what? I'm I've speechless. Been, I've been on two hinge dates. Why are they in the same bar? You know the the fluctuation the the population of New York City fluctuates <laughs> to about twenty million people a day. In this, and you ran into this guy, I, Raina. I was like, this is not happening. How? What are the chances? And you, I'm telling you that I that guy was so great, so sweet, and I just totally blew him off. And I'm like, oh my god. So I'm, are you already on the date when you see him, or do you walk we, in and they're both there? No, no, no. I've been out. I we probably had two, three drinks at this time. We're in the middle of this date, really feeling each other. And this other guy walks in that I blew off what a week, two weeks prior, and. Here's the thing. That's super awkward. If my ex-boyfriend walked in, that's different. I'd be like, hey, this is a little awkward, but here – I. what if that guy would have walked up? Why would and, then, I- and then I'm like, hi, this – hey, you, guy blew off. Here's this other guy I'm out with now that I chose to, da- to date over you. Like, so – I was like, I can't have a run-in. I can't. So we – so we walk – 
I'm like, oh God. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to be dramatic. You know, I just met this guy. So I'm trying to keep my cool. And he, at one point, it kind of got loud inside. He was like, you want to head out to the patio? So I'm kind of scanning the room. Like, I didn't see where the first guy went. I'm like, I just don't want to run into him. I'm like really kind of distracted. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go out to the patio. Cool. And I'm like, maybe he's left. I just didn't see him. He's easy to spot. Didn't see him. We walk out. We're walking out. Dude that I'm really feeling. I was like, his hand on lower my lower back kind of like pushing me. He's like, let's go sit at the bar outside this like bar this at this place. And I'm like, cool, cool. And we're literally, what, five steps away from where we're about to perch on these bar seats and I see the first guy. And I take such a, like, hard 45-degree, like, ROTC turn, like, totally just, like, turn, beeline to this picnic table in the corner by the trash can. And he's like, great seat. Now, now you're trash can, girl. <laughs> he was like, why did that happen? <laughs> like, what just happened? And I was like, oh, this is so awkward. But, like, this guy went out with and I kind of blew off his here. And I'm sorry. And it's weird. And he's right there. And now I feel weird. And he's like, I got you. And pulls out like a weed pen. And I'm like, marry me. <laughs> he was like, you need a little bit of this. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> Is it too soon to say I love you? Is that weird? <laughs> so I took, took a hit, felt a little better. Eventually, first guy le- leaves. Um, I can't believe you stayed because you are also not a very hard person to miss. Like right. You're very tall. You've long hair. You're like an attractive tall female. There's just no, I just feel like he had to have seen me, but that there was there's no way to finesse that meeting. Like that's an awkward fucking thing. I just of all the people in, the, in same, the world. In a dive bar in Brooklyn. Because at least with an ex, you can actually be open and honest person you're on a date with. You're like, you know, my ex just walked in. I don't really want to stay here, but like that's super normal. You just right, leave. we weren't going to leave. We were in the middle of a great date. And again, like it just, the run-in would have been so awkward. So I just had to kind of be alert at all times. And finally I realized that he had left and whew. It is literally my worst nightmare to run into somebody that I ghosted. Just yeah. cannot yes. leave the situation. On a new guy. So that was, those were my first two hinge dates. <laughs> that is, an, I can't believe you held on to that. I that know. is well, awesome. And he never like texted you or said like, hey, what's up? No. First guy, you mean? Yeah. Nice first guy. guy. liked me a lot. Uh, <laughs> no. The guy who had a really good so time. Maybe, maybe he didn't see me. I don't know. Um, and I feel like I, I had a great, that was a great date that I was on. That didn't work out. I feel like our, I feel like people, you know, but our listeners probably are like, well, what happened? So I feel like I need to say, um, I, man, you guys, that was, that was my favorite date from an app I've ever been on. It was a great date to sit there with somebody that you're wildly attracted to and you're really getting along and you're laughing. And he, you know, we walked me, he walked me to the train and we kissed on the street, which I love street makeout and text me the next morning. First thing we talked during the day, we tried to get up all weekend and work out. He had friends in town, whatever. And then it just kind of, it felt like it fizzled. And I'll be honest, like we, I did know that he was into like the open relationship thing that came up on our date and I kind of brushed it off. But the more I thought about it, I was like, that's not something that I, that I want. We would we want to address it eventually in this podcast. The open relationship thing is very fascinating. I'm not judging at all, but I was like, you know, I actually, as much as I had a great day with this guy and really was attracted to him and liked him, it's probably just not the guy for me. It didn't work out. I love that you will put yourself in these situations. You're confident enough to be like, I matched this guy. I'm going to go on a date. I'm going to check it out. The reality is that love is very rare. You're not going to vibe with every person, or and they're not going to vibe with you. Like, you liked this guy, and then he did some weird things. Yeah. And I love that you put yourself out there, but we have 
a guest in the studio with us today. I'm really excited. I've wanted to do an episode about online dating for a really long time, since day one, actually. Yes, and we just casually got the founder of like our favorite app yep. in studio. So we want to um, welcome to the studio the founder of one of the biggest dating apps in the United States, and we think one of the best, uh, Justin McLeod. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks, for Thanks for being for here. We're we are so really excited. excited. We have everybody start off by introducing themselves. How old are you? Where are you from? We already know what you do. Yeah, so I'm uh, 30, what year is it, 2018? I'm 34 years old. Uh, I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, oh, wow, shout out to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, what, do you, do you, what do you, what's your association with Louisville, Louisville like, Kentucky? Raina's like a club DJ, I always joke, she's like, where my Louisville people at? Like, what are you talking, shout out to Louisville. <laughs> where my Scorpios at? It's so crazy right now. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Louisville. <laughs> This is just like the mock rain of variety hour. Um, I went to college in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, I have a lot of you? friends. Okay. Well, yeah. and so um, I've been there several times. I've been to a llama farm there. Oh my gosh. Oh, nice. Okay, story for another time. We don't want to yeah. get off track, but I love llamas. But anyway. The fuck? There's probably a lot of llamas on Hinge, probably, right? Well, They're so I, hot right now. I, are they so like hot? Like in right pictures. Now? No? Do you yeah, see a well, lot of Yeah, llamas? like people go to Machu Picchu, I guess, and take a okay. picture with a. That's a llama, right? I, or I hope I Inu? hope you quantified how many females <laughs> took the photo in Florence on the on the little veranda in the park. Mm. Uh, Machu Picchu photos, photos Machu of tigers. Machu Picchu photos are huge. The most basic. We, photos we'll, of tigers? Yeah. Uh, tigers. Dudes. I feel like tigers are a little out of a little and out fish. Of Can we just what boycott about fish pics because altogether? Because you, you have to like sedate the tiger. I don't like and it. Animal cruelty. Elephants in Thailand. El- a lot of elephants in Thailand. No, it yeah. nailed it. Um, well, there was. I was just in Thailand. We're already like really too excited. Getting into let's right, back anyways, up. Let's back up. Anyways, back to Louis. I ask everybody um, if they are single dating. Of course, I need to know if the founder of, of Hinge is single dating. Uh, I'm married. I see uh, the ring on your finger. Yeah. Yes, married. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, We're doing it for the show, guys. I We're met, doing it for you. We I know met, he's married. <laughs> I met Kate in 2003. Okay. So well before uh, dating apps or Facebook or iPhones. In the wild. Um, in the wild. In college. So okay. sort of in the wild. Where'd you go to college? Colgate. Cool. Okay. Shout out to Colgate. Shout out to Colgate. <laughs> We're not Colgate. Oh, what's Colgate their mascot? Do you know it? <laughs> uh, I know it. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, we met in in 2003. It was her first day of school. It was like my first day of second first year. First day of school. That yeah. just sounds fair. Uh, yeah. And so anyway, we were on and off the call. It's a long story. But we had an eight-year break during which I started Hinge in the middle of okay. that break, trying to find someone as great as Kate. And it didn't work out in the end. But uh, it did le- lead me back to... Uh, Kate in the end. She, so she was the one that got away. She was the one that got away and she'd moved off. She'd moved to Switzerland and uh, was about to get married to someone else. And I sort of flew over last second and asked her to come back and, and ruined that guy's life. Well, no, I'm just kidding. he's actually happily married now and has a child. You and, Dustin Hoffman her. That's so crazy. Oh my gosh. That is. Hold on. I know that we have a lot of questions. We're going to, this is, we we could spend the whole episode talking about this crazy romantic story. Was it her wedding weekend? No, no it was like a month before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he busted he in the her, doors of the church. Yeah, it wasn't like in the, responsible thing. Totally. He waited four weeks ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So absolute <laughs> okay. rom-com life. So your life is amazing. You're 34. You created this amazing dating app. You're with the love of your life who you saved from this Shout horrible out to Kate. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Where my Kate's at? <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to me about founding Hinge. When did you? When did you? How did you get this idea? 
Well, I mean, it, it is tied to that story. So it, it happened in. So I was just like a total uh, train wreck in college. Okay, and we weren't we all. Yeah, most of us. But I mean, I was like really a train wreck and getting in lots of trouble and like getting kicked out of school and like. Um, so we sort of went our separate ways because you know she had to like save herself and. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I, I graduated college. I'm like I had to put my life together, and I sort of did, and I got a job in consulting for a little while, and then I ended up uh, at business school up at Harvard. And that's when I was like, okay, oh, you, you know, sound like such a train wreck. Well, I, I really was. <laughs> really I, the crack pipe hard I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was such a mess. But then yeah, Harvard, I don't know. It's weird. It was, a, yeah. I, All right. So your dad made a huge also, endowment to Harvard. No, now never, you're at Harvard. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have to roast everybody. I'm next. I had like, I had a decent GPA. I just disciplinarily, uh, I was, I was constantly I feel that. You're trouble. a disruptor. You're an outlier. Uh, that's right. right. Ooh. Uh, throwing snowballs through Ari's windows and setting off fire alarms with mm-hmm. joints and just I just I just got and but I was it just was constant I was in a lot of trouble anyway it doesn't matter all right matter. well I love this message that like you can be a total fuck up and turn it around a lot of times the smartest Eventually. people do stuff because they're bored you know and you're all like, I did feel pretty bored right yeah anyway well I found things to do anyway I uh, <laughs> like lighting dormitories on fire like lighting okay. dormitories on fire casual arson whatever anyway. I uh, hobbies include arson. I, I'm, at, I'm at business school and I'm like supposed to go start a job at McKinsey, like consulting firm. And uh, I'm like, okay, I have my life together now. I can reach back out to Kate. And she'd gone off and lived in Florence for a little while to go to cooking school. And then she went back and worked at Goldman as a trader and then met someone and moved off with him. She sounds and like a train wreck too. London. Yeah. Jeez, what a bunch of losers. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, and I reached out to her and she sort of, in so many words, told me to shove it, and it was too late. And uh, I was really sad and depressed about that, and sat in my room and cried for a week. And then uh, Harvard was about to throw this last chance dance party, and so I helped make sure that that happened and built this little app on Facebook that would allow people to list their crushes and if two people oh, liked each right. other. Okay. Yeah. And that just got the wheels turning, okay. and then that you, you just, programmed this. Sorry to interrupt you. Are you a programmer also? So I I grew up coding a lot, okay. and then I had this idea, and so a friend of mine who also uh, worked at who worked at Google and was with me in business school, we sort of worked together on this. Uh, okay. And so a bunch of people used it for the last chance dance. It was kind of fun, but it just got the wheels turning about of like this the mutual idea friend thing, of the right? mutual friend thing, right. which was that like there's all these people out there. Uh, or like friends of friends, you don't really get to meet them. At the time, it was just, I mean, there was no Tinder. This is 2011. Okay. So there was no Tinder. It was just uh, OkCupid, Match.com. People didn't really use dating sites. It, it just got the wheels turning and it started to evolve. Uh, and uh, this idea of this friends of friends dating app that would connect to Facebook was born. Right. And the idea was like if you could create a one-click sign-on process in order to sign on to a dating website, people would do it because it would just be so simple. It'd be like, why wouldn't yeah, you do okay. it? The problem with the other ones, yeah, is that you paid a lot of money or you had to like fill out like 10,000 questions and all that. Right. It's, you would only do that if you sort of felt like desperate. Right. And Facebook and, already has your pictures and yeah, it's exactly. So, easy. so it's just like, this is really easy. We'll use your Facebook profile and we'll connect you to people who are friends of friends. You have to do almost no work and it's, it's so simple. And before like Tinder even came out, you had this idea. Yes. Okay. So, so this is 2011. Oh, well, so when, so, did, so when Tinder, did it officially launch? Like 2013, When, when did Hinge officially launch yeah. or when did Tinder? Uh, so Hinge officially launched. Uh, actually, we started to launch 
May 2012. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And then we sort of evolved it and launched it, launched like sort of the Friends of Friends, yes or no binary version uh, on in February of 2013, right. which was about like four months after Tinder launched. Well, and I, was so I was on it in 2014, and I think it's so fascinating because I've watched it evolve. So I got mm-hmm. on it, met somebody, got got off all of them, had a relationship for a couple years, moved back to New York, got back on it, didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just we talked about this. There was some that you weren't being matched for whatever. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about it and was like, oh God, I'm and but now we had a rough it's like patch now, for a little bit. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I got back on it through the your rough patch. Now it's just like, God, it's so good. It's so, like the 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 science behind it, the psychology, but it's moved away from the friends of friends, right? Yeah, we have. I mean, it, it's still a piece of the of what we do, but we're our machine learning and the stuff that we've got now that can really help so like learn your tastes uh, and the amount of information that we collect from people. We can really help you find someone. Um, a lot of the people that we show you are still friends of friends, but um, but we don't rely on that as right. Like a I mean, filter. especially in a huge city like New York City, like we just want to. There's so many people, but I, I really want you to talk about why the hinge is set up like it is and why it's not the swipe that you get on Bumble and Tinder and all those things. Cause I think that's, that's why I love it. I and mean, to give people a background on hinge, it is different than an average swiping app. It's different than an app where you build a profile. It, it is so different um, mm-hmm. than any other app, which is why I think people like it. So if you want to talk about like how it is different and why you make yeah, those how, decisions. Right. So, awesome. so 2015, 2016, we were a, just another swiping app, but we were friends of friends was sort of the, right. was, was the idea. And, um, what we realized with, with the swiping mechanism is that it just really flattened people. Um, people makes were you so shallow. Yeah. It makes you, yeah, it makes you like, <laughs> you're it, swiping. The first time I started swiping, I was like, well, who am I? I'm a monster. Yeah. You don't know much about other people, obviously, cause it's just like a very limited profile, obviously. Um, and, uh, and the other thing that, that, is, is that people make decisions so easily and so quickly, right? You just, like, swipe left or right. Mm-hmm. We found that guys would swipe right on, like, 70% of, of profiles, right? So it's like you're not even learn Like, you have no idea what this person's taste is because no they, one's like, being selected. And even women swipe right on, like, 30 yeah. to 40% of people. So, like, it was like you, yeah. you've got – you just – rack up all these matches you have no sense of really who's actually interested in you who's not a lot of conversations die and uh and you just there's just like a whole lot of noise and very little signal for helping you figure out who you like and and also that interface just attracted a whole group of people who were interested in all kinds of things i mean these these sites i think build themselves as very open-ended like oh it could be for fun or it could be for hookups or it could be for Mm -hmm. like it could be for anything and uh and that's very, I think that kind of interface where it's just treated like a game really does attract a lot of people who are like, a lot of people weren't even looking to meet up. They're just on there just it's to totally, like it's play like a, a game. It's like and playing a game, vanity. like playing a yeah. game on your phone. <laughs> and for people that don't have like a backup, like a, like a startup or a tech background, like you have all those statistics, right? Like you know exactly how much time somebody spends on the app, how many times they're swiping. You said, what, 70% of guys? Yeah, were guys were swiping right on, on Hinge on the old version. Like seventy percent, seventy percent of the profiles were swiped right. Right. So you right. have like all this data, and you're like, okay, we have to change this. Yeah, that's this right. Because it just wasn't working mess. for our, for yeah. our. It wasn't working for our for users. the users. And we were just like for, another absolutely. swiping app, and I got in this because of my personal story and because I wanted to do something good with the world to like actually help people connect. And it just felt like the interface was not helping people connect. So I asked the team basically to just like let's start over. Let's like tear down this interface. I don't know what it's going to look like, uh, but we should we should rebuild this 
to try to solve the problem that we're trying to solve, which is help people find real relationships. And it took us a while. Uh, and it was a rough, it was an interesting and sort of crazy time for Hinge mm-hmm. because we really had to figure out, like, what is, the, I, I sort of brought the, a problem to the team, but I didn't have the solution as right. the leader. I was like, I think that there's an answer out there. I have a few ideas, but I really don't know what this is going to look like. And I really don't know that there even is a solution to this, but let's try. Right. And so it took, you know, basically most of 2016, we spent trying to develop what this new interface would look like. And then it came out at the beginning uh, or at the end of 2016. And at this point, are you getting like lists? Are you getting like user emails with suggestions? Like, did you wake up one day and you're like, questions, that's what we'll do? Like, yeah. how did you come up with this? We, well, the yeah. what, beginning of 2017, it was, that's when I saw it was like a timeline, which was so cool to me. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the question thing is just like, it's so brilliant. Yeah. And we've, I, op- and we I, optimize I, those over time. If you guys don't really know, if you're not on Hinge, like, I don't know, just get on it and see for yourself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you're, they give you a bunch of questions. So, yeah. The, the, the two things that are different is one that we got rid of the swiping and we have liking content. Right. So you, you post pictures <gasps> with captions and videos. Ears. Liking you, content? That's yeah. like our whole career. <laughs> and so, and <laughs> you add, uh, answers to some questions, uh, just three questions. And they're a little short, you know, basically like, tweet length answers to these questions but it really gives you a sense of someone's personality those questions have been heavily optimized and uh you if you like someone you actually engage with something of theirs you can choose a picture you can choose one of those questions and you can like it and you can even optionally add a comment right and then we let the person know that you like their thing which also eliminates the whole swiping like swipe just to see if the person likes you back and worry about it later we just tell you like listen this person already liked you don't like them just to see if they like you back. Yeah. We're telling you and um, and decide if you actually like this person back. Well, and you then, see what they like about you. Yeah. It's like for, you see if they're funny. You see if they like – I mean, I don't – rarely guys like my pictures. It's like something funny that I said. Well, because yeah. you've optimized the app, I think, to be like – it's not like everybody writes this profile that is the same profile same everybody thing. writes. They like to travel and meet people. It's <laughs> like, you know, you actually optimize the travel. app so that the questions really give you a window into somebody. So some of the ones yeah. I really I really like are like, you know, who would your last meal be with? Or what was the most spontaneous thing you ever did? And people can really answer questions yeah. to give you like an, a window into their soul. Yeah. And be funny. That's and exactly right. And, and lead to, you, you and lead to good conversation. Like done and done. Like right? you're funny or you're not. Like you can tell. You can yeah. tell. So much of it is about, uh, I think, the things that we can't quite describe what we're looking for in someone, but those things are communicated by the way that people answer these questions. For sure. And it's not just a binary, like a bunch of check marks, like they have to be this and this and this. It's like you get a sense of them when you see them in person. You get a sense of them when they when you have banter with them and you start to get a sense of whether you two will click and whether you two will vibe. And so that's what we're trying to do. And ultimately, the barometer that we use to decide whether these questions are good or not is do they lead to conversations? And we sort of have a, we track this like two by two matrix of all the questions and it's what's the adoption rate and what's the full conversation rate? Meaning like, are people willing to answer this question? So like there's some questions out there that people are not really willing to answer, but if they did, then they would lead to a lot of conversations. There's other ones that, mm-hmm. um, you know, are the opposite. The people are really willing to answer, but they don't lead to like where to find me at the party. That's so interesting. Right? Like, do you want to hear my answer to that? Yeah, g- give it to me. Is it? With I updated dogs? it last night. I just, I just. Okay, so background. We actually met with Justin a, a, like a couple weeks ago, and he told us this funny statistic about one of these. Right, questions. but I'll, I I updated my hinge last night because I was like, I just want it to be super on point when Justin comes in, just in yeah. case it comes up. It's it's short, but like it says where to find me at the party, and mine says by the AC unit. Like I love air oh. conditioning. <laughs> I'm always hot. Nobody. <laughs> has ever loved air conditioning more find than me, Ashley. Find me at the party, shirt up in front of the 
window unit. But you told us some. Okay, so what is the number one answer to this question? It is. I, I think the number one answer is with the dog, uh, <laughs> which is so like, which is so basic. But like, I still appreciate it. Yeah. People all think they're being so original, though, because in so. everybody's mind, they're like, everybody's gonna say like taking shots, and I'm gonna be in the corner with, with the, the dog. dog. Yeah. And meanwhile, but everyone's with the dog. or on the dance floor. I see that a lot. Yeah, the dance floor is another popular but I, one. But I'll say, I will say that like. It's it's super quote unquote basic to stay on the dance floor, but I love to dance and I like a guy that dances. So if I see that, I'm like, we're good. Yeah, you know. So and it starts conversation. So a guy can be like, what kind of music do you like listening to? Things totally. like that. Show me your moves. Guys have been like, want to have a dance off? It's like, yeah. I, I was love just it. like, yeah, fuck yeah, not me. I don't. I'm not. I'm not good at dancing. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's good Jewish dancers out there. Don't get mad at me because I made a Jewish show. I'm Jewish. I can do what it. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at dancers. <laughs> We're good at that. I'm good at other things like giving blowjobs. I don't need to be good there, at dancing. There she, there she um, is. Okay, She's so nice. <laughs> we were getting too serious, right? I had to. I really, I'm like so excited to like hear about. I love dating apps. They're so interesting. So, um, what are other? What are your other top questions? Like, what's the number one most answered question? That's a good. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, yeah. So the number one uh, that people are willing to answer is what makes me happy, but it's not very good at leading to full conversations. We've learned, but that's what are. I would never choose choose that one. Yeah, well. So what do what are people writing for answers? It's it's well, <laughs> it usually ends up being pretty basic kind of things like sunshine, friends. Oh my travel. god, breakfast. Swipe left. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, I think we recently actually travel. We recently killed that one precisely because it's actually so bad because so many people will choose it. It's actually one of the worst prompts that we can put in there because so many people will choose it, right? And then it doesn't lead to full conversations. Okay. Also, sorry to offend you. Yeah. <laughs> people Terrible are great though, and to me, that's like the kind of thing you write on like a profile dating site is like things that make me happy. You list all this dumb shit. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and so at the other end of the spectrum, you have something like uh, so one that people don't choose very often, but. Uh, performs really, really well in terms of getting people to converse and go on dates is let's debate this topic. Oh, well, I just think if someone chooses that, they're like on the intelligence spectrum. They're a little more cerebral, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's interesting that you guys have statistics about like, do people respond to that question? Like, does it create conversation? I never even thought about that statistic. Of course, you have to study it. Something about it and, and makes me feel a little turned off immediately because I don't the word debate like I'm like I don't know if I want to start debating with a stranger and like get all heated but it depends on what it is I wouldn't like if somebody lobbed like Donald Trump at me but if somebody was like Like Seinfeld versus Westworld is better than than billions or whatever yeah Yeah, totally like you probably see a lot of but people choose that I see a lot of TV shows as like what they're trying to debate totally it just it leads to like good banter and back and forth especially if you choose something sort of lighthearted. yeah you shouldn't say like let's debate this topic like abortion right to me that's the kind of person that I would be like it's super like a contrarian the and like Court. I don't know that we'd get along super well so I'm not going to engage with that yeah. person yeah totally. oh, it's topic Obama versus Trump yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, go <laughs> Hillary's emails let's debate yeah. um so I want to take the conversation. I love Hinge. We love Hinge. We love the questions. I think it's super unique. Can I say my other one that I get the most engagement with? I, I, I'm just curious now, yeah, and yeah. then we'll go back to you. I The pet peeve. Mm. And What's so, your number one pet peeve? It, so it's, it's, it's written in all caps on my Hinge profile, and it Wait, says people who's... Can I guess? guess? Guys who are cheap. No. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> places without air conditioning. It's people who talk on speakerphone in public. Oh my God. And that's how it reads. It's in all caps. It's like you can tell I'm so offended by it. And so that's the guys that engage with that are so funny. Like I think a guy that you guys recommended for me, that was the guy we talked about that we went on a date. He like wrote like 
his opening to me was, I've had actual altercations about this. I think we're meant to be. And I was like, <laughs> we are. Yeah. But I think that you can test somebody's creativity like, and see what it's like. And to me, it's just so much more dynamic than just like a... I like to travel profile. I'm, I've hated on people so hard to say I like they like to travel. I like to travel. I just Who doesn't like to travel? Right, like, I, yeah. It, yeah, it's like, are you alive? Like, I think I'm going to change my pet peeve to say travel. <laughs> I hate, I hate travel. <laughs> so many likes. If you get it, if you get that I'm being totally Whatever sarcastic. the answer to things that would make me happy are, you should, biggest pet peeves, sunshine, breakfast food, (laughs) traveling, a warm cup of coffee on a cold day. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, we all like that shit. Blowjobs? There's no comment. (laughs) (laughs) Peeps travel. People who like to travel. Losers. (laughs) Orgasms. Um, Anyways. Okay. So, Hinge is great. We love, we both really love it. Um, But I would like to talk about what online dating has done to the world. Sure. What do you think it's done to the world? A lot of things. And I think there's a lot of good things and bad things. Positively, it's it's allowed you to connect with more people than ever. And, of course. And obviously write a recipe for what you want and connect with somebody that has sort of like that recipe of what you want. On the negative side, I think it's the theory of choice is that when you have too many choices, you'll never make one. Mm-hmm. So right. it's, you know, are these things good or bad for society? So I think you probably – let's debate it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's debate this topic. Uh, I – my opinion is it's been good. It's been good on the whole, especially for people who, um, like, if you live in New York, maybe you've always had, you felt like you've had some choice, but a lot of people don't have as much choice, or they do have trouble finding other people, especially mm-hmm. in the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. uh, especially outside New York. Uh, things like, I mean, there was just a, a study that um, uh, interracial marriage is, is increasing uh, pretty dramatically in the U.S., and it's largely the result of of online dating oh because goodness. people are finding wow. people outside. They're sort of like Interesting, yeah. uh, very insular groups. And huh. um, and that same study actually said, and this was out of Oxford, I think, but it also said that uh, marriages are more stable that have met through online dating, less likely to end in, in divorce. So I think on the one hand, people who, who engage in it, like it can feel a little bit overwhelming and paradox of choice, but ultimately when you do choose your partner, you feel like you've like, you're not missing anything anymore. Like you, you've explored the territory and now you're actually making an informed decision about like, you've had a few relationships at this point. Um, you've seen what's out there and now you're actually consciously deciding to commit to someone and end up in a relationship with them. And so I think in that sense, it's really good. But that said, there are lots of reasons to think that, that it's not the paradox of choice thing is an issue. The objectification of people. I think it's, it's part of a broader trend of social media. Like, be more of a like more pussy where they just like don't need to walk up to somebody anymore. Yeah, they anymore. Just sit at home and find people. I mean, I yeah. guess that's the main argument I hear people say. Yeah, I think that that's. I mean, yeah, it's clear people now feel like they can rely on their phones or like hang out at bars using like a swiping right. app, which is crazy, uh, as opposed to actually engaging with the people around them. And certainly, something has been lost with that. Um, that said, what we think about. I mean, it's an academic question. You could debate either side of it. For sure. Uh, but for us at Hinge, like my my opinion is, I think on the whole it's good. There are definitely some bad aspects of it. Uh, it's not We're not going backwards and it's not going away. So the thing that I concern myself at Hinge uh, about is just like how do we make it the best that it possibly can be given that like we're not going backwards. Right. And um, so that's kind of like, how I think about that problem. So how do we reduce the feeling of paradox of choice? How do we reduce the feeling right. of all this noise? How do we do all that stuff? But there's no doubt there, there are downsides. Well, and I'm, I'm curious if this is such a cliche question to ask a 
founder of any sort of technology. But I mean, as far as like, what do you see in the future? I mean, do you see, you know, Rain and I are be dating robots. Oh, right. Sex robots. Sorry, yeah. that's the future, guys. Um, but do you... Se- <laughs> are a lot of like day 128 without sex? I fucked a robot. <laughs> are a lot, do you see... Rain and I are in our 30s. Like we, most people we know that are single are on the apps, whether you're super active or not. But at least you've, you have you were dating when they all kind of surfaced. I mean, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, you know, they... Like yeah, what your demo, it, what's your demo there? I mean, are are you noticing? Because you know these early twenty somethings, they just grew up really differently. They've had a, they were born with a cell phone in their hand. You know, yeah. so it's kind of are they, they, they use, are they like they use the swiping apps in college, and by the time they turn twenty three, they're is like crazy. I'm just you isn't know, that crazy I'm to think out. about? Like, swipe, they're yeah. swiping in I college. I was like, <laughs> by the time I was twenty three, I was like, gosh, you know, I've just had so of like hooked up with so many yeah. people, and it's just. I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm, I'm curious, like, are the younger, the younger set, are they almost like, are they almost like rejecting it? Um, well, we had this guy on the show last week who's 21, and he was talking about the difference between women in their 20s and 30s and how they use the apps. So right. I was wondering if they were even on apps. Yeah, I think, I mean, they are on apps. In the uh, same, are tw- 20-somethings in the same numbers that 30-somethings are? I don't know the statistics on that, but my, uh, I think at a high level, yes, at the same rate, if not higher. We're all out here. Fucking doing it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that we're all out here doing it. At Hinge, interestingly, we've gone in a more serious direction, which we thought would maybe like raise our average age to 28, 29, 30. It's kind of been like hovering around 27, 28. Are there buckets of like this is a relationship app versus this is like a hookup app and you think of yourself as more of like a relationship app? Yeah, we definitely think of ourselves more at I, the... I mean, I, from the outside, yes. That's yeah. what all the feedback that's hinges that's the app yeah that's like that's right i my vision for hinge is to be like truly like the meaningful connection app like we want to stand for like deeper connections yeah. and theoretically could you have a really meaningful and great and fulfilling like fling like totally and can you have a really superficial shitty long-term relationship <laughs> right. like absolutely yeah. right. and i think what we're trying to do is bring people to the level of like uh, depth and increase the feeling of humanity on these apps that ultimately I think leads to a much more humane and accountable way of treating each other and uh, and the fact is a lot of people are looking for that deeper level of connection and that's what they want right. um, but these apps just kind of make it feel so short term and fun it's almost like an addiction like you don't you don't really want to do it but you just keep getting brought back to it because it's like the path of least resistance yeah. but I and, never thought about the fact that like if you live in a small town or if maybe you're a homosexual in a small town or maybe you're like a white girl attracted to black guys it's like right. that's a way to like find those things quickly i never thought about that, that you before. aren't so quote-unquote acceptable for whatever reason or like in your in bubble your, yeah in, right. or in your bubble yeah i i love that statistic of the interracial marriages that's i mean i i see it i totally get it yeah i mean do you see any things that on the horizon that are totally different in the terms of online dating uh, or do you i mean I, I feel like you guys are kind of at the forefront and yeah. trying to make this a more quality experience so Ultimately, like our job and the way that we see the future, at least of Hinge, is to be the leader in second dates. And so we want to be really, really good at getting you out on first dates that actually convert to second dates. It's funny. I've had this thing that I've never gone on a second date from an app ever. Interestingly. And I did, though. 
from I'm Hinge. Just realizing it. From yes, Hinge. from Hinge. Yeah. Yes. So yes, we're achieving our goal. There's not going to be a third, <laughs> oh, but it's fine. Okay. But so I'll just. Well, we're making progress. But I met yeah. the, the, my and my whole thing now with Hinge and whatever all apps, but mainly Hinge because that's the most one I use. Is like I basically met this guy and I matched immediately. I was like, come meet me at this bar, and he came, and we had like a crazy wild date story. We talked about it last week, two weeks ago, whatever. So that's how I like to operate. I'm, but again, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'm like, I don't have time to play around. I live in New York City. You're probably in the neighborhood. Come by. Let's kind of make this feel like we're meeting in the wild, even though we met on an app. But yeah, that was, so I went on a second date with him. Wasn't a love match, but I finally did have my first second Second date. date. (laughs) Progress. Yeah. Uh, So I think that's where we're going. And there's like, we just released this most compatible feature, which really tries to help you zero in on someone that you like, who's also really going to like you. Because of course we can show you people who you're really going to like, but the chance that they're necessarily going to truly be interested in you back, even though they may like, you know, like you back on the app. We're really trying to help you find the person who's truly like long term going to be interested in you guys are going to have a mutual interest. So that's the that's the idea behind the most compatible is to, to help you sort of cut through the noise. So that's one way we're going to do it. The other is really making sure that we're following up with people to understand like how well the dates are going. Like how can we improve them? Was it a good match or not? Because right now you guys like call my cell phone. Yeah, yeah well not, not we're not getting like we're not getting there yet. But we have been sending <laughs> we've we've at least started with email surveys to start asking people you know, uh, if they met up with this person, if so, was it good so that we can pull that back into the algorithm to understand the offline chemistry component, not just the matching component that you experience online. Okay. So I have a major question. I have to ask it. You guys are matching people, obviously based on their answers to these questions and different things like that. Are you guys and other dating apps across the board matching people based on like their attractive level? Like, are you guys scanning a bunch of profiles? Like assigning like a number to attract? Yes. Yes. No one would ever admit to doing that. Uh, I think untrue. Swiping apps have admitted to doing that. They keep a score that they use. You think based this off is a crazy it. question? Yeah, they they absolutely I think do it, that. I had no idea. I, think, but, I thought it was a crazy question to answer if you were actually well, doing it. Okay, so the guys that you guys have served me, like that are you think that I'm going to match with? Yeah, they're not like the hottest ten on the planet because right. I don't really consider myself to be that. Like I don't know. You probably figured out that they're witty because my answer is whatever it is. I don't know height. I mean, I'm tall, but I've always thought that that someone sitting around like that guy's never going to go for that girl. Like, uh, yeah, we don't sit around and do that per se, but, but there is a component of that naturally in the way that the algorithm works. And it's not necessarily like we have some, you know, hotness score for every person on the app, which do you though? Well, (laughs) I just feel like there's there's something called an an ELO score that other apps have talked about using (laughs) And it's a way that it's it's the system that they use for chess players to play each other. It's sort of like you know if a, if like it, it helps you zero in very quickly on someone's ability level. And in that world, it would be like your attractiveness level based on who's liked you and who hasn't. Okay. And okay, we don't use that. And what we do do is we use machine learning to basically for each person uh, rank order the everyone for you everyone on the app that could that exists so we know probably from like top to bottom the person you're most likely to like all the way down to the person you're least likely to like based on how you've been uh liking and passing people in the app gotcha so we it's very personalized to you and then we use a system to make sure that we're well, obviously we could show you the person at the very top of that and say like oh well, yeah this but the chance that that person's going like to like you back. back is like not that high. So we also have a system for making sure that among that pool, we're showing you the person that you're most likely to like, who's also going like like, to be like, yeah, exactly. So okay. you should be able to tell 
how hot you probably are <laughs> by the people that you get served on. <laughs> so everybody, right, so everybody served me as a mud duck. That's why. Um, I'm so just funny. kidding. Um, okay, so people are like great statistics, whatever, all these things. Like, yeah. how Sorry, do I make so that? How do I make a profile that like people are going to click on and people are going to like? So. I want you to talk about, like, what kind of things do people put in profiles that make people click on you, don't make people click on you. And I read this statistic that said, like, the number of photos you have of yourself drinking is a direct correlation to, like, the type of matches you're going to get. Because, like, somebody maybe is, like, less serious and is always drunk or always stoned is going to click on the person that is always in photos drinking. Got it. And I think you can tell, like, a party guy. Like, you can tell a guy that's, like... All his pictures are like in some costume at some party. There's seven guys in the photo. Yeah, like you can tell a like frat guy, I think, and I don't want to want that. Okay, so build me the perfect online dating profile. Well, so the 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 basic premise again, this isn't rocket science, is that like show your personality, right? Because like you could obviously craft it in a way that you think you look like super attractive. But the chance that you're going to then get a second date with this person is very low because you've maybe like you haven't shown who you are and ultimately picture. Yeah, so. So the so the fundamental thing is let your personality come through and and uh, and looks are a component of it obviously and you want to accurately show what you look like as well um, but personality is a huge piece of it and letting that shine through so that comes through in photos by like like things that don't work and we have the data to show it is like using lots of filters sunglasses obviously with yourself with a significant other selfies. Uh, these kinds of things, like just a filtered like, selfie, like you're like, yeah, what are you fil- like a filtered, yeah. yeah, exactly. But there's and, a certain kind of guy that's gonna click on that filtered selfie, like it's somebody that's not particularly like has a lot of depth to them. They're um, like, I'm trying to get inside yeah. of that, and that, great, it's but not gonna lead find, to a second. But date. we find at the macro level that people generally those photos do not get liked, okay. right? So because we can see which content but people, like people are engaging even, with and people aren't engaging with, and that is not content that people typically engage with. Yeah, the things you have that like people, a flower crown on your head, like no, we yeah. all know this is your face yes so what do people normally engage with things that naturally lead to conversations and things that uh, show off your personality (laughs) so uh like i think one of the biggest things is sports photos is a really big one like what does that mean like like playing sports you you actually like engaging in something that you love yeah exactly so you playing a sport running a marathon like that kind of thing showing that like it not only does it give a sense of who you are and what you're about, but it it allows like a, usually an easy lead in. It's really hard to comment. Like, how do you start a conversation with just like someone's face, right? Like you you have to, you have some context. Like even mm-hmm. like when meeting out in the wild, right? You usually pick up some context about what's going on in the situation. That's how you would start a conversation with someone in the wild. You would like point out like something happening at the bar, Absolutely. or, like something like yeah. that. A picture or, with something to comment on it, like not just like a headshot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I so, always knew it didn't work, but I never really thought about why. It's true. There's not what what would what, what are you going to say? say? Like, I've yeah. been like, I've you're had guys, hot. Yeah, want to try butt nice stuff tonight? Face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I've had guys be like. Nice jumpsuit, or like if I see a guy wearing like a funny romper, like I'm gonna yeah. like anything. You're to totally comment. gonna the dogs, comment all on guys it. Always, I have right. a picture with the dog. Dog, yeah. I think it's just trip photos. So yeah, so Is that I think like a big one. So uh, sort of, but again, like it, it depends, right? Depends if, on the trip photo. I think it depends on the trip photo. Okay, like, so what are the bad ones? But I have well, no again, like if people have seen are. this, I, I think the easiest way to think about it is. What would I? How would I respond to this photo? Like, if I were if I were someone, like, what would I say in response to this photo? And right. is that that the kind of response that you want to get? Like, if it's a picture of Machu Picchu, like, ev- like a lot of people have been to Machu Picchu, an inexplicable number have been to Machu Picchu <laughs> at this point. Okay, I haven't been there. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Am I a loser? I hate to. Travel. I just can't believe the number well, of pictures travel, that so. I see of Machu Picchu. So, uh, <laughs> but it's like. How like how does that conversation start? 
That's great. That's, that's a great way for cool you to start a conversation. I've never been to Machu Picchu. I've never Picchu, been to Machu Picchu, so yeah. yeah. I think, uh, you know, I got to say, I want to boycott all fish picks. <laughs> Guys holding up a bass yeah. or a salmon for right but now. But it's, it's a sport tigers. It's a sport photo. I, I, it's, yeah. just, it's not for me, but I, I will but say there's some girls. a lot less sedated tigers on dating apps. When I first got on Tinder, it was so many was, tigers. Totally. totally the trend. And it's like, stop. These tigers are yeah. not okay. Animal cruelty. I think it, it's like yeah. no more pictures at SeaWorld either, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that, like, the, it's like you said, show your personality. And if you're really into sport fishing, there's going to be a, like a shoe for that foot. Yeah. So like, yeah. there's going to be girls that are super into like hunting and guns. Okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah. You're and right. like, I'm not that girl. You're not a lumbersexual. Some people like that yeah. stuff. And also, yeah. yeah, like, I don't, I can't believe we even need to say this, but like, one of my good girlfriends, I looked at her hinge the other day. I'm like, every picture was with people, other people than her. Yeah. And she, has, what's that like? She's so well traveled. It's like, show just you. I think like throwing in one photo that shows, you know, you have friends and you like to go out is great. But when it's like photo after photo after photo of you with other people, then I, I think people will just, they just kind of like. Well, and they're like trying to crack the code. Which yeah, one you like are, which one you which are. are like, you? Yeah. Maybe like a photo with you and your mom. If you're totally. a guy, it's like I'm a family guy. Totally. Like yeah. I feel like your brother is somebody who's yeah. so into family should post and something like I that. I mean, I'm. I have a million friends. I don't have any of them on my fucking dating profile. This is about me. Yeah. You can assume I have friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I would love it if somebody's using a photo of me and well, them I don't, on their dating profile. I don't like, what if What if you're, there's a picture of me and Raina and a guy's like, well, the other one's hotter. Like, I don't want yeah. that either. What like, if somebody messaged you and was like, I'm not really into you, but how's your hot friend? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I could imagine that it has happened. Because you read everybody's <laughs> messages. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you not, share other like would... funny statistics with us? Is there anything else like really interesting or funny? Well, just well, really quickly, to circle back on on your question, is just Please. I think the easiest way to, to make sure that your the your profile is good is just think like how would you respond to this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is the, have you are you leaving an opening for someone to be able to respond to this? Like, if it's like what makes me happy, like sunshine and travel, like wh- how <laughs> how do you expect people to respond? Like, me too. <laughs> 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 Sunshine, sunshine and puppies. There's really not a lot to say to that, but if it's a you know, let's debate this topic. Like this show is better than that show. Then there's like there's like a whole world of banter to begin with that, and you're going to get a sense of their of their personality. And there's other things like I bet you can't. um, The dorkiest thing about me is I'm weirdly attracted to. Um, you should leave a comment with if like there's lots of ways that you can like answer these questions that like naturally lead to someone wanting to respond I just really appreciate what you said about the photos that show your personality I thought you were going to venture into this question part but I like that you said like let your photos also tell a story that you have a cool fun life or just look at your photo that you're going to post and think is there anything someone can comment on this aside from like you're hot you know, totally. like and one or two pictures where you're really just looking your best are sure. great. They're not gonna the ones. They're not gonna be the ones that people like. Yeah, it but can they're be a good mix. background because they know like what you do look like. But then I think it's also really important to give people a lead in, and not just choose like six selfies in a row. Yeah, there's nothing to say. Okay, so somebody has built the perfect profile, <laughs> ready to roll. How does somebody like craft an opening line? Yeah, so. Uh, there's really not a, an optimal opening line on Hinge. The whole idea of Hinge is that we've gotten rid of the feeling like you don't know what to open with or what to say, like, hey, how's your Monday? Or something like super... <laughs> delete, delete, <laughs> yeah, delete. Exactly. How's your Monday? You're, you're trying to come or over just and like a wave or emo- like, right. uh, Yeah, emoji. So, <laughs> I mean, the best 
opening lines on Hinge are contextual. Like that's that's the whole point is that you actually comment you already on did it. You already a photo did it. or you respond to a prompt in a way that's personal to that person and you actually have like a real conversation and you don't. Uh, and it's the same corollary as the real world. Like the, the best pickup lines, you don't like walk up to a, someone in a bar and say like, you know, did it hurt <laughs> you know, when, you, when you fell from heaven? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, it's like, okay, like if there were some optimal pickup line like that, then everyone would use it and be boring immediately right. anyway. But so, so, you the, got, well, so the whole point guys, is to have like real human interactions about something that you But you guys kind see. of made some of those pickup, you made some of those openers into questions that are already answered. So like a lot of people might be on Bumble or Tinder or whatever opening with two truths and a lie. You guys already did it. So it's like you kind of Yeah, already you've already put it. that out there. So then, yeah. then the immediate thing is like, you know is the conversation about which of these is the lie, which one of them is the truth. But I love that message, which is just the opener for every conversation on earth, whether it's in the wild or on a dating app, Tinder, Hinge, whatever, is pick a thing the person's a thing. doing and actually, like, start a conversation and respond to it. Right. Well, yes. and that's... It, it's totally also in the wild. Like, you're you're standing in line for something that's taking forever. Like, you just, like, start talking to the person next to you. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, what the fuck is Starbucks <laughs> doing? Like, what, you know, yeah. like, it, it's observational and, like, commenting on something that somebody has going on. They say, like, guys who want to pick up women should, like, walk around with their tag hanging out of their shirts. Like, a girl has to go up and, like, put their tag in. Like, there, you know, there's just, like, something that's happening with that person. Like, that's... That's yeah. what you do. And so, I- and to that point, I think that there's the one other thing that I didn't talk about that I think is really powerful is showing some vulnerability in your profile, right? Mm-hmm. Like not trying to look so perfect uh, because vulnerability is like those cracks are what allow people to, to like, so give us an example. Say hi. Well, I mean, I think an example of the real world example is what you just said, like leaving a tag out mm-hmm. is all like invites someone to like, to like come in and look <laughs> right. like, you know, the hero in a sense, like you're, you're putting yourself yeah. in a, in a vulnerable position cause you look kind of like an idiot, but, uh, which invites people to come and like feel comfortable approaching you and being like tucking it back in if they, if they like want to tuck it back so in. So yeah. what would the vulnerability and, on an app be? Like, I don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ride a bike. <laughs> the look she just gave me is so cute cause she can't ride a bike. Yes. Totally. Like, the dorkiest thing about me, like, I, like, still haven't learned how to ride a bike yet. Listen, it's my deepest, darkest secret. (laughs) I never learned how to ride a bike. She's crying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this is so funny to me. It is my deepest, darkest secret. I never learned. I can't do a scale the most four-year-olds can do. (laughs) (laughs) You... You don't do the apps as much, but like that is the perfect thing to say. Yeah, but that's like so that? much better than yeah. you know. Again, an example of the the non vulnerable answer is like you know my family makes me happy. Like okay, like you know that's not you're not you're not like Duh. giving an opening. Sunshine you're, you're and saying, travel. Hashtag sunshine and travel. Yeah, it's a really shut down way to approach right. dating. Is you're just like you're just trying to conform and like yeah. be as as sort of simple and basic and protected as possible. And I think putting those little quirks out there is is exactly what allows people to connect. Well, okay. We have to wrap up with you because you have to run. Ashley and I are going to do something after you leave. Um, (laughs) We asked people to submit their weirdest opening lines, so we got some really disgusting stuff that we're... We can't say it while you're here. Not on Hinge. Um, (laughs) I know know this feels like we swear no one paid for this episode. You guys were just like promoting Hinge. If you want to throw us some money, we'll take it. But no, yeah, all the disgusting things we got were like not from... Like people behave better there yeah they do because people look like humans yeah. i mean that's why people aren't reduced to <laughs> swiping objects that feel like a 
totally. And like, so we got some totally. video game character. Disgusting. Right, stuff you wouldn't disgusting. walk up to a person in a bar that you'd look in the face. You wouldn't say that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, if you want to come over totally. and tie me up and pee on me, you right. wouldn't say that to somebody at a bar. I don't think so. I mean, you might. <laughs> I mean, you might. Some people might. But yes, yeah, so we, right, we, so we, we know we have to run, that. but we are going to stick around and we're going to sift through these crazy opening lines and combos that people sent us. Um, we want to thank you for coming. Of course. So thanks much. for having us. It was great. Um, anything you want to like plug, talk about, um, updates coming down the pipeline? No, it's talked about most compatible, which I think is a really, really cool thing that, that we've developed. Uh, we have some really exciting stuff coming out soon, but I can't, I can't, I can't talk about it. They'll yet. have to get on Hinge to find out. Yeah, they'll have to get on Hinge to find out. But yeah. we have some cool stuff coming out in August. And okay. look for me. I'm on there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can make us featured people. I'll yeah. Some of the guys you guys have been saying are compatible with me. I feel a little insulted. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> after, okay. Justin. You stick around. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this audience, don't go anywhere. Justin, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Um, you can see yourself out. <laughs> I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> no. Okay, guys, now that Justin's gone, <laughs> we're going to start a new segment. Now that we got the man out of the room, we want to talk about how terrible men are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> are you, though? Not so. What, listen, just make I, make the decision for yourself by what, what's about to happen in this room. I thought, so we put out a call to you guys. What are the best opening lines you've gotten on dating apps? Wasn't really sure what we were going to get back. We got a lot of beautiful. Beautiful poetry for men. Opening lines like, <laughs> well, right, we, why don't you come over and sit on this D? And um, yes, we got a lot of that. I don't want to read all of those because obviously everybody everybody knows those exist. Right. We, um, we did. We asked for the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I have some cute ones I want to read as well. But we just thought it'd be a perfect thing to wrap up with our Hinge episode by showing these opening lines and opening conversations that happen on the apps. And just really quickly, I have to do a PSA. The I'm going to Whole Foods, can I get you anything, is over. Ashley's calling it. It's been over. Like, it was a, have you, you know what I'm talking about? A Master of None? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So Aziz Ansari did it on Master of None, and everyone started doing it thinking they were being unique. Guys, it's so over. It's been over for, like, a year plus. So, anyway, that's retired. Reyna, do you want to <laughs> hit him with I one mean, of your what favorites? I took a bit from this is that men are really gross, but... Uh, <laughs> You guys should feel empowered to report people that send you really disgusting messages because we got hundreds of them. Right. And we did talk to Justin um, about this offline and not that it's a secret, but Hinge will get rid of people that write you nasty stuff. So if someone writes you something really offensive, disgusting, they monitor the stuff as well, but you can always just click report. Okay. So let's get into it. You want to like switch off? You want to read a bad one? I'll read a good one to start. I want to read one that a girl opened with. Okay. It's my last weekend in town. Want to pretend you're interested in pursuing me when we both have ulterior motives so I feel better about the whole thing? Question mark. I like it. Honesty. Honesty. Very honest. And he says, sure. So what's up? It worked. Perfect. It worked. Nine out of ten for honesty. Should we write these? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you want to hear one of my favorites? Yes. This was on Hinge. And, you know, Hinge says things about you, your height, your whether you drink or smoke, your religion, all these things. Mark liked this girl, and his comment under his like was, I'm assuming you put other for religion because Jehovah Thickness wasn't available. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. That's so good. Wow, Mark. I like Mark. I like Jehovah Thickness. All right. That might not be an original. It's not. I've heard that before. But it is really funny. Yeah, I have. 
well, you're not as fat as I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I had to call one up just because I wasn't even going to say this one, but apparently Juan is friends with Mark and they go to the same opening line club because oh this my- guy threw at. Look at those child rearing thighs. I, Sexy as fuck. Wh- that's not a thing, bud. Child rearing hips, thighs. A kid doesn't come out of your thighs. Get your anatomy right. I, I'm most offended by that. It wasn't just that he said she had big thighs. I think he thinks that a uterus is in your thighs. All right. Well, Mark and Juan, you guys need to go back to ninth grade PE and take a class. Oh, I like this one. A girl sent this as well. The guy was clearly a fireman, and she sent him on Bumble. She opened on Bumble. I'd set my house on fire if it meant you'd show up, which I've considered before. Arson? <laughs> Casual arson. Arson to get a boyfriend? You know we love arson. He said I'd come even if it wasn't on fire. Winky face. Oh, shit. All right. Girls will just do anything for a man these days, huh? All right. Do you have one? Because I have a disgusting one. I do. One. I have maybe my favorite of the bunch. We got like 200. Okay. Okay. John writes to Libby. Hey, I hate to start out this conversation with something so morbid, but oh God. recently I've been diagnosed with a rare disease known as, I, I can't read this word because it's, it's the whole line. You can look it up if you want. But essentially, blood flow is slowly cutting off my ears, and theoretically, they are falling off. I have really warm ears with the perfect texture. So for medical purposes, I need you to sit on my face. Okay. So many questions. Sure. Fucking weirdo. And you know that that line is saved in his notes, and he just copies and pastes it. It's the whole page. You couldn't type this. I couldn't type this. I wouldn't even read that whole. I don't have the time for that. Oh, yeah. I don't have the time for you that. You know how I feel about reading. Ashley like knows. I don't even read like flight itineraries. I, I'm like, what time are we leaving tomorrow? She's like, you have all this in your email. I don't read. I would see this and get scared by the amount of words on this page. Okay. <laughs> so well, that, I love that all we took from this is too many words. Too many words. Don't care what the words are. TDLR. There's just too many. What is it? TD, TL, TLDR. Too long, didn't read. I would respond with the TLDR. Okay. Speaking of poetry... Ooh. You ready for this one? Yeah. I wish I could. I don't know what a poetic voice to read this in, but my own voice will have to do. I drag my balls through five miles of broken glass and rusty nails just to hear you fart. What? So many things are going on. <laughs> well, I mean, like, why would I want to meet you after you self-mutilated like that? That's beautiful, though. <laughs> Thank you, Romeo, for doing that for me. This one, on a scale of zero to America, how free are you to sit on my face? Okay, I'm going to call... Okay, you shut down the Whole Foods thing. I'm going to call it Free to America is the most uninteresting, low baseline. I'm calling it. That's over. We're done. Um, There was another America one. This is, again, it's super cliche. It's been used. But it's still... It's kind of cute. She liked it. She said, so how patriotic are you? And he said, on a scale of one to ten, I am 1776. I'm not mad at that. I'm not. At least he like, took it a <laughs> bit further and got creative with it. I, you just All had right. a weird face. What is coming? If you're going to hit me with some like weird like Benjamin Franklin stuff, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about what Justin said in terms of like leading questions that open up a conversation. So I read the first line of this. And I'm like, oh, cute. They did a nice job. And then it quickly descends in like two sentences. And something <laughs> right. Gross. So Addie, adorable Addie, opens with, would you rather never listen to music again or never watch TV or movies again? He responds, never watch movies again. And okay. then hits her back with, would you rather go down on your grandma or have your grandpa go down on you? Disgusting. What? 
What is, what? What is wrong with people? What is what? That's like. And then sweet <laughs> Addie wrote, nope, bye. Good for you, girl. Yeah. Shut that shit down. We're not. I, okay, here's my question. God, like, how does your, how does your mind, that's, that's just a gross guy. Like, how does your mind go there? But are they all like this? Like, in my mind, here's what I envision. All guys are, like, walking around the streets of New York City, just, like, normal people with, like, normal people masks on. And then, like, at their work break, they, like, go into the bathroom and in the urinal, they're just, like, sending all these, like, DMs to girls what? that are disgusting. Like, is it all of them? No, it's not all of them because I'll read you this one. <laughs> we have some good ones. We mind one. This guy, Joshua, opens, I would totally build you a house made out of tacos and hand feed you grapes while you lay on a Roman sofa. Oh, shit. They're not that all guy. bad. And she goes, probably the first, fir- probably the best first message I've ever received. Although I've, if I'm in a house of tacos, I'd probably want to eat some tacos, not grapes. Fair. He writes, well, I can't feed you tacos on a sofa made out of grapes. That's just impractical. I'm like, this is cute. They're not all bad. Yeah, but I would have been like, oh, so I could eat myself out, and then the conversation would have ended. I would have ended this one. Someone opened with I voted for Hillary. I like <laughs> I like that one. So what's our consensus on this? <laughs> They're not all bad. There's just a lot of really gross ones. They're I don't gross. understand and why men go on these apps, and I'm not putting the, the impetus all on men. I'm sure some women do this. I don't know. Some women but do like, this. All the women the message left. Good point. <laughs> we really, we're going to talk about them every episode. We're going to talk about this double standard later. But, yeah, I think I, I like that the apps are taking this stuff seriously, the ones that are disgusting and bad and harassment. I mean, it just feels like we've given people this ability to hide behind their phones and act like the worst, lowest baseline of human behavior in the world. And it's disgusting. And, like, I don't know, like, what kind of human being takes, like, humor in, like, what you're sending out all these, like, blanketed gross messages to girls. Like, yeah. I want to, I want you to sit on my face. Like, yeah. Well, should it, we t- what's wrong with people? Yeah. Well, Another takeaway is that just be more clever, be creative. Right. And I'll probably sit on your face as long as you have like a normal opening line. The way to get me to sit on your face is to not tell me to sit on your face. It just doesn't work. Like, did some guy do this like one time and it worked and now they just think that this is going to, I mean, it's just (laughs) stuff of lore now. But yeah. So the Q ones we read, go for, strive for more of that. You like Joshua. Oh, little Joshy. Um, Taco house. (laughs) Now I want tacos. All right, we got to go because I got to get tacos. We got to go. So thank you guys for tuning in uh, to another episode. We had a great time with Justin. We did. I'm going to be on Hinge the rest of the day now. (laughs) I already updated my profile while you guys were talking. (laughs) I know. I updated my profile as well. Um, Anyways, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. Um, Keep subscribing, rating, reviewing. We will see those of you who bought tickets to Caroline's on September 12th. Can't wait to meet you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye.